Hello, Hi. <laughs> it's Monica. I've, I've been told I need to introduce myself once in a while because in the last few episodes we haven't done that. Mm. So uh, let me just reintroduce myself. My name is Monica. Okay, this is this is Monique. I'm trying to think if I need to do something like I, I can't talk like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is Monique. Is trying to I guess keep up. Trying to keep up. I know, right? And, you know, we're doing something different today. We have a guest with us. We have our mom. Say hi, mom. (laughs) No, no. But he is like family. He's like family. His name is, uh, why don't you go and tell me what your name is? Yeah. Um, What's up, everyone? Is that how you say it? You can't say it. It's like that, yeah. Uh, I'm Junie. Um, I. Was born and raised in East LA. I don't know. Do I say that like, like a bio or something? Like I grew up skateboarding in East LA when I grew up in high school. Came to Christian at twenty years old. Like I don't know. That... It's so you do. We're, we're all good right now. Why don't you know? We say the thing you know. We say I'm Junie. I'm single and I love Jesus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's too much information for the people. Too much information for them. That's what you say. They don't care. They don't care about that. They don't care. They just care that I love Jesus. He loves Jesus. He loves Jesus. Let me flip that around. That's all that matters, right? He loves Jesus. The most important thing is that I love the Lord. And chocolate chip cookies, thank you. For the cookie. Most welcome. See, it's how we do it casual here. Molly's got a coffee, sipping a little coffee, got some cookie action. It's happening. I love you. <laughs> Thanks for allowing me to be here. Thanks oh, for asking me to be absolutely a part welcome. of this really cool thing that you guys are doing. Uh, absolutely welcome. I figured it would be really great to have you on here because of the energy that we have when we talk about a lot of the things that we are going to talk about today. Mm. And as usual, you know, uh, I just always have to give a bit of a disclaimer that when you come into this conversation or over here, wherever you are, that again, you come in with an open heart, an open mm. mind, but most importantly, uh, a heart to submit our ideas and feelings under the word of God. And that is that is paramount. Like mm-hmm. that supersedes any personal opinions that are discussed, any ideas that are discussed. Know that our God, our goal at the end of, of any conversation is to align our ideas solely with what God wants us to align them with. Well, that's that's how we just process everything. Like you often said before, through the filter, that brutal filter, like the filter of God's word. So we'll look at something. And we're like, okay, what? There's a lot going on here. How do we figure this out? And we take that and we just, you know, press it through God's word. And it's been beautiful to see God really reconcile, right? Mic drop, like he'll just do some mic drops through his word and just seeing him like respond. So I think through the process of it, we're just seeing more of God actively conversating as well. So that's kind of what you're listening to. That's what you're kind of um, um, seeing us process as well. Well, you know, so that's just also the space that we're in. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and much of the life that we're honestly experiencing day to day. And again, the information we're inundated with conversations that we have. So let's go ahead and do this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say being so close, we're like a week, a little over a week away from a real dynamic possible change <laughs> to uh, life as we know yes. it. Mm-hmm. Life as we know yes. it. And I, I kind of feel, or at least at times I sense that there is still this either idea that this is either, I mean, and, and again, my the words I'm going to say is more or less toward the believer, but again, if you're a non-believer, you can totally like come on in and, and connect with someone I'm saying. But I kind of sense that there is this attitude that it's no big deal or we as Christians, out of love for out of love for Jesus Christ and others, to be as hands off as possible, and that there is this hostility towards those that do want to take action, that do want to be involved. Um, I really feel like there's just an, an an error, in my opinion, where we're seeing the the lack of responsibility towards the light that we have within mm-hmm. us. Like we're forgetting the reality of the reason why we were saved. And the Lord has called us to go out into all the world and make disciples to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's not just some bringing someone to church yeah. or giving someone a track, or giving someone right, giving someone a track. <laughs> it's not that way. It's about the. It's not just that way. It's about living a life that declares His truth, mm-hmm. that draws people to Him, and that also includes 
uh, our influence in the marketplace, in this, this, this town square. It doesn't just, it's not just relegating our home. And I feel for so long, um, the institution, I won't even call it like the ecclesia, like the actual genuine church, but the institution mm-hmm. has been so commercialized and so influenced with making people feel okay that we are totally losing or we're missing the opportunities in which we're called to influence the world around us, to be the salt and light. We're losing our seasoning. We're losing our flavor. Mm -hmm. And God said that salt that as well as flavor without its purpose will be trampled underfoot. Just dance on it. Just dance on it. That's all it's good for. Yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not... I don't like the idea of being a grain, a worthless grain of salt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, or whatever it is. Like, I know, you know, we, you know, we, we, we cook, sis. Yeah, we do. We get down. We put I, don't in. I don't cook. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. You get I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally feel you. Yeah, I totally feel you. <laughs> you eat our cooking. But I, you know, we, we get down and we do our cooking. Like, you know... When nobody will add no seasoning mm-hmm. to it, okay? Mm-hmm. It was like, you know when Karen made the potato salad. <laughs> you know when Karen made that potato salad. Like no, 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 made it. no offense to people. Oh, like the it. term that we use, like, <laughs> did you put your, did you put your foot in it? <laughs> That's a thing that you would say when somebody throws down on some food, mm-hmm. like, or when you cook it, like, did you put your foot in? Did you put a piece of you? in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so flavor is flavor is a big thing flavor yeah. is a big thing God has some flavor nobody wants a flavorless steak <laughs> nobody wants a flavorless any kind of dish yeah. so the reality is I, I want to connecting those things like why are we being this way when it comes to the gospel why are we giving people bland flavorless mm-hmm. ineffective uh, 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 options of this kind of stuff when again we have like the full animated, you know, truth of God, the fullness of God that resides in us. So there's no reason why we should be holding back in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the part that I find very hard to absorb. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I find very difficult to swallow. It just doesn't feel right to me. And that's so much doesn't feel right to be God's word. Uh, doesn't doesn't correlate with that. When you look at the life of Jesus Christ um, in his time here on earth, he was far from quiet, mm-hmm. far from passive. Uh, people were so mad at the energy he was bringing, they were just getting ready to lay hands on him and just kill him because they didn't like the way that he was bringing the truth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he didn't care about that. He cared about the truth, and he cared about doing what God called him to do. He cared about being effective. And he cared about being effective, right, because he yeah. had a job to do. He was put on this planet with the purpose of dying for our sins. He was put on, the per- he was put on this planet for the purpose of being able to model mm-hmm. out what God wanted us to model. Well, that, that, was the issue, that was the issue before. It's like the... He gave he gave Israel like you know the word or the these things to go by, and they became ineffective. They added all these things to it, mm-hmm. and then all, all the laws, all the things that he's like, oh, well, you know, let me just come in and just clear this up because it's no longer effective because mm-hmm. you added all these things mm-hmm. to it that I did. You lost the pure truth of what I offered you from the beginning. So he had to go like what you say X Y and Z, but what God says, you say it. I brought you food. I say, love, love them, give them your coat, give them your, you know, walk another mile. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, because that is the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But, you know, so to speak, Layman, so you can, you, and Junie's really good with Bible stuff, so he can also kind of like say, it's it's a this, this, and this. That's where it is. He can. He's our, our reference for the nation. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, uh, no so, pressure. so that no we pressure. don't absorb the entire conversation. <laughs> Believe it or not, people, we actually do have a guest. Um, uh, so, Junie, why do you have any, like, points of reference in your experiences lately in regards to how there's been, like, a clash mm-hmm. uh, between believers about what kind of influence we need to be having, what kind of effect we need to be having right now at such a pivotal time. Yeah, I think like from what I've been noticing, it's been a lot of people not wanting to truly speak up for the sake of not wanting to offend anybody. Okay. So I think within what's happened within this Christian world that we live in is like we've been 
so influenced by the world as far as like not being offensive to other people that Christians are like, well, I'm just going to love on people and I'm not going to speak the truth. You know, mm-hmm. like somebody will post something on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Right. And then you you see the post and you know that this person is wrong. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of not wanting to get involved, for the sake of not causing any tension, any friction between that relationship, that friendship, people just don't say anything. And then they see each other in person and they never bring it up either. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. even though that person who posted something was completely wrong. You know, and I think it's because we just don't want to be offensive. But I always think of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I think of how Christ was like, dude, what is happening right here? You whitewashed tombs. You brutal vipers. <laughs> like he was calling the Pharisees out and the right. Sadducees out. Like he didn't care. He goes into the temple and what does he see? The people were robbing the 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 they were robbing the people that were mm-hmm. coming to worship and pay their 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 sacrifices unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. They were robbing them. And Jesus wasn't like, well, just let me love. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to hurt their feelings because then they're gonna like not be down with me. No. He was like, what is wrong with you guys? And then he started flipping the script, literally mm-hmm. flipping the script on everything, <laughs> you know? And I think like that. Whenever we talk about Jesus and the culture and why Christians are not being that light, mm-hmm. it's because um, they just don't understand that Christ is offensive. Like, he is. Like, whether you want to believe it or not, yeah. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, John 14, 6, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is, like, there's no other way. Like, this is the truth. Like, stand for the truth and let people know the truth. Well, he Just gonna, go yeah. for it. I like, mean, at the sake of, of the offense, like, the offense, and maybe you can't even, like, because I'm trying to, like, look for the verse right now, but you're talking about, like, offending. And this is this is a, a scripture verse that I always run to or really lean upon when I look at myself as well as others in my life mm-hmm. of that that want my best interest is faithful are the wounds of a friend Mm -hmm. deceitful are the kisses of an enemy Mm -hmm. so you really got to reflect not only the person that um you're looking at but you gotta look at yourself honestly in that one Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna withhold truth for the sake of you know even if it's at the sake of offending you and losing a friendship mm-hmm. or losing, you know, affections or whatever that might be, um, is your love greater mm-hmm. than, you know, or more or less like, who are you really looking out for? Are you really looking out for friendship or are you really looking out for yourself? Exactly. I, I remember I was put in a position a couple of years ago where I was sharing the gospel with somebody, with a, a friend, somebody that I, I genuinely cared about. Mm-hmm. And he and he turns to me and he says, you mean to tell me. He says, you mean to tell me, Junie, that if I don't receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm going to go to hell. Hmm. I had never been placed in That's a That's just in, like in a straight stream. up like tell yeah, me. Yeah, I had never been in that position before. So I, rem- I started thinking to myself, like I said, literally, it, it, will, it happened so fast in my mind. I said, okay, I could hmm. tiptoe around this right. and kind of like not share the truth and just cons- and say something like, well, God knows your heart, mm. you know, the Lord knows because he is a good God, you know, right. or God will give you a second chance because blah, blah, I could have, all of that happened in my mind in an instant, or I could have stood my ground and mm. said, dude, this is what the Bible says. Yeah. So I looked at Perez and I was like, dude, Jesus says, it's apart from him, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. It's all about Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life, dude. Mm-hmm. And he blew up. Blew up. Yeah. I was, how dare you? How dare you believe that? How dare you say that? You're wrong and you're wrong. And I'm just like, my heart's racing. My ears are red <laughs> and hot. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not saying it. It's the Bible. Right. It's Jesus. Like Jesus tells us, it's through him. He's the only one who has died on the cross and resurrected on the third day. Nobody else has done it. Yeah. I said, so we have to take what he says seriously, yeah. you know? And it was one of those moments where I could offend with love or not. And yeah. I chose to and I chose the route of love. Mm-hmm. He might not have seen it mm-hmm. as love, 
mm-hmm. but I chose the route of love to yeah. just speak the truth, you know? And I think with many Christians, like, they would rather speak on the love without sharing the truth. Well, right. the funny thing is, when you talk about love, right, you make mm-hmm. a really good point. Love is always the factor on both ends. Who are you loving in that moment? Right. Are you loving yourself? Are you loving mm-hmm. yourself? Mm-hmm. Or are you loving them? Right? Right. Because at the end of the day, like, we always... I I have to always look at, you know, Jesus because it's just like, yes, I can understand why God, he says in this word, like without God, like without God, you don't know love, right? Mm-hmm. And love is looking at him and looking that through Jesus Christ and all that he did, what he gave up, what he sacrificed um, was not for the sake of his benefit. He always, he always had us in mind. He did. And not because we're so special, but just for the love of us, he had us in mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed, too, is that, again, when you're motivated by, again, the pleasing of one person, mm-hmm. you're not really concerned about what other people think because the, the priority of the person you please is all that matters. Yeah. So uh, here's uh, something that just kind of came through my mind, like the example of, like, okay, what does it matter what a husband thinks someone, another woman thinks of him? The one that only one that matters is his, his wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when they're like, you know, I don't, you keep wearing them corny shirts all the time. It's like, well, my wife likes them, so boo boo to you. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter to someone whose priority is mm-hmm. the pleasing of one person. Mm-hmm. And so you can even see, like Jesus had no allegiances but to his father. Yeah. Because his family was like, Jesus, you know, your family's calling you. Mm-hmm. Like I have family. <laughs> people yeah. my father my family and his mother and brothers are out there right and yeah. he was just like and he's and, like look at y'all right here, here here's my fam he's here's like fam, and and yeah. so what like yeah. what are we doing y'all doing y'all doing my daddy's business you yeah. can come with me and be doing what you're supposed to do so I, I I feel like that's lost or at least like we all have those experiences in the moments where we mm-hmm. have to like really line up our loyalty in like like you said an example like a split second mm-hmm. of whether or not we want to give the person the complete unadulterated gospel, the you know, for lack of a better word, the bitter and the sweet of it. Mm-hmm. The bitter and the sweet of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the 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 wrath and the love, the, mm-hmm. the, all of it. And so we don't do anyone any favors withholding any portion of that. Yeah, because, then, no. because this is why you it's have so many Christians. Yeah, for, sure. well, for sure. This is why you have so many Christians that, you know, have these statements of like, I've lost my faith. Because they haven't been given the full gospel. Mm-hmm. They haven't been given the unadulterated truth out of, out of getting more people in seats or selling CDs, whatever or it may whatever, be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why you got people that when they're actually coming face to face with the fullness of, of who God is, that he's not here to, to give you anything you want or to make your life easy. Or, you know, yes, that person you love died anyway. Despite all your prayers, doesn't mean that God doesn't care any any more or any less. Mm-hmm. He's God. He's got a will, and you're part of that will, and you can submit to that will. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, He didn't do what I, I wanted Him to do," and they lose their faith because their faith isn't truly in the true and living God. It's again, like Monique said before, any part of God that isn't <clears throat> completely received, then you're not worshiping God. You're worshiping. Oh yes, yes, idols. that's what it is. Yeah, because I was I remember talking to some people, and I was like, you know, you can't cherry pick. God and and honestly, like that's something that you really have. I think with the things that people are sharing and posting, like you know, like you mm-hmm. say, like oh, think God would do that. Mm-hmm. And if that was God, I'm like already, you're already messed up right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. we can't cherry pick. And the, the reality of of that really hit me because I realized that was that was something I was guilty of myself, and and why I was frustrated with the relationship I had and why God looked the way He did because I was cherry picking Him and the things that I didn't really appreciate. Or, or I felt like actually my my flesh and my sinful nature kind of pressed up against. So I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if that's you. But the reality is if, if you're not taking God in the fullness of who he is and you worship that, and that, then that means that's not really God. Mm-hmm. And when you're worshiping something that's not God... That's called idolatry. Yeah, it really is an idol, yeah. And unknowingly, and, and we, we really assume it's, oh, idolatry looks like me, you know, not watching Stranger Things, because I have to think about Stranger Things. <laughs> and I, you know, uh-huh. I, just, I just, you know, you know, binge watch. That's that's idol, idol or, mm-hmm. you know, being on my Facebook. I shut it down for like a month because I, I just realized that's idolatry. But it's, <laughs> 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 you know, it really, 
I didn't realize that you can set up that idolatry in your heart and mind mm-hmm. and still go to church thinking that you're worshiping the one true God, but it's not the God of the Bible. And I'm so glad you said it because I think it rounds right back into the subject that, again, you if you're worshiping an idol, if you're worshiping something that is contrary, that is not God, because people... people uh, make changes and bring contingencies into their life based upon oh, yeah. the demands of the idol. So therefore, therefore, if your idol is either the fear of man or to be liked or to, to maintain something mm-hmm. instead of giving someone the truth, then you will give them the you won't give them the gospel. And you know what? It'll bleed into other parts of the world your worldview to where you feel like, you know what? Well this is coming against the grain of how I think God would love people. So you know what? I'm going to vote this way mm-hmm. or I'm going to see this person mm-hmm. like this because it comes against, you know, the, the ideas and the ways in which I worship my God. And the thing is, it ain't about you. Mm-hmm. It's never been about you. It's always been about him. You're a contingency. Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're the sprinkles on top of the Sunday. Yeah. That's what you are. <laughs> I don't think we think of ourselves that way. We're the sprinkles on top of the Sunday. The ice cream's still good without us. Mm-hmm. God does not need us, but he gets to, he, he invites us to participate. Okay, like, like, like the sprinkles, like you choose what you want to put on top. Like, I, want, I want to eat some sprinkles. Like, that's right. your choice. But we, we think that we're the emphasis. Therefore, yeah. we feel we're okay, we're okay to go ahead and push on an idea of like, you know, well, as a Christian, I don't want any part, I'm not in this world, so I'm not voting. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that lovingly. <laughs> don't be stupid. <laughs> Scripture says it is foolishness to put a light under a bushel. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you're doing mm-hmm. when you say, well, I'm just not involved in politics. I want no part of it. Don't be, I lovingly say, I'm not trying to insult, but don't be dumb. That's foolishness according to the word of God. You are really dumb. For real. <laughs> it's foolishness. Uh-huh. And <laughs> take responsibility for the price that has been paid for you. You're, the blood that you've been bought with is expensive. And God is not a frivolous businessman. Mm-hmm. He he likes to invest for the point of return. How many parables are there about that? About you know the the master that goes out and comes back and finds foolish servants. He mm-hmm. deals with them, does he not? Mm-hmm. He deals with them. He deals with even the, the the parable of the talents. He told that one person with one talent. He's like, well, I was too scared. I knew you were harsh, master, and I knew what you didn't do. Give me the so I buried it in the ground. Yeah. That's what you do when you say, I want no part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it again? What Matthew is it? 25. Thank you. See, there we go. Thank yeah. you, Bible Lance. Yeah, thank you, reference. Nice. Uh-huh. Imagine, no, that I sounds just, like a rapper reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wanted to say that I think when Christians understand their calling upon their lives, then they won't be afraid to share the fullness of who God is. You know, I I was reminded of Isaiah 43 and verse 21. It says that God says the people who have formed for my praise to declare my praise. And what is that? God's saying, I created you. I saved you Mm -hmm. to speak truth in every situation. Mm -hmm. Not truth in a jerkish way where you're like, you're going to go. No, just truth. In the loving way mm-hmm. of like when you're presented with false information, mm-hmm. whatever it might be from the political realm, from the social media realm, whatever, like God says, speak truth, because in that you are you are fulfilling what I have called you to right. be. Mm-hmm. And in that you are praising me, mm-hmm. the right. God, the King of all, the Lord of King of Kings and the Lord of mm-hmm. all Lords, you know. So I think when Christians um, understand their calling and when they were mm-hmm. created for the praise and the glory of God, mm-hmm. then that should set us free to just be like, I don't care what anybody else is going to think of me. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned the, the husband and the wife. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. My responsibility is that my wife loves me and I care what she thinks it's the same thing with the Lord like we were created <laughs> like we were created for God's praise for his glory right. you know and in that we shouldn't give a pardon my French a rip about what anybody says <laughs> you know can we say that <laughs> yeah because it's it literally it says these people who have formed um, yeah for myself that they shall declare my praise you know the goodness of God the wrath of God the judgment that's coming to everybody mm-hmm. believer and non-believer it's real it's real and it's happening and I know that 
sometimes it sucks to tell people like hey if you don't repent from your sin like you're gonna go to hell Mm -hmm. i know that it sucks to say that Mm -hmm. and it offends people but it's important that we share the truthfulness of god Mm -hmm. you know and that we honor and we glorify jesus so i don't know i just think that as christians we Mm -hmm. have to not fully rely on our own power and our own strength but on the power of the holy spirit you know we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 1 tells us that the moment you become a Christian, you are sealed mm-hmm. <laughs> with a mark of the Holy Spirit upon your forehead, you know? And you get a certificate, too. I'm telling you. I'm I'm telling you. Right? you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, me and Winnie talk about this, and I mentioned this before, too, like, because I do Bible studies and stuff at work, and so we, I mentioned to the moms or people that I talk with, like, we underestimate the depths of where we can go and we overestimate the goodness that we think we have inside of us. Oh, yeah, we give ourselves too much we credit give all the time. Too much credit. Why do you think they're like, oh, yeah, we could totally be okay with all the police. We'll, we'll step up. We'll because step up. Believe that like, they, yeah. mm, and so I even think that, yet. even in, I even think to some degree, again, if you are not making a point to submit yourself fully to the way that God sees things and how we want you to, again, declare the way, the truth and all of that, like you, you're gonna think like more of yourself, or think like, well, you know, I can be a little soft-handed about this, or I, I don't have to be a part of this because it's, you know, God, it, it's, it's all His problem anyway, or you know, I can't like, you, or I don't want to, I don't want to come off some kind of way. It ain't again, it's not about you. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about again, if you. <sighs> I, I don't know. I'm just seeing all these pictures in my head. Me too. Me too. Me too. So I just like I just would imagine you wouldn't seem like someone very kind if you have if you know where the light switch is. Like you're standing right next to the light switch and you see people stumbling about, mm-hmm. crying out, hurting themselves, looking for light. Well, and you and you think you just think, well, it's not that big a deal if you do it or if I do it, their eyes are going to hurt, like whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. you're standing right next to it and you think that much of yourself as an influence, whatever it may be, like outside of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you think that much of yourself that you're going to you're going to let people continue to stumble and fall into darkness because you don't want to deal with the responsibility or you don't want to deal with what what the what's going to happen. Like when you're helping, you're whether out of the five people that are in that dark room, one person gets it. Mm-hmm. The point is that light is turned yeah. on for them. Mm-hmm. It's for them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and God placed you next light, light yeah. switch for them. And I think of what a blessing it is just to be like that vessel of the Lord, right? Because God doesn't need us. The Lord can literally just he, be like, everybody's a Christian. <laughs> like here I am, done. And you're like, I need you. You know, done. We're all saved. But God's like, I want to use you mm-hmm. as an individual with your gifts with your talents and with your weaknesses mm-hmm. god's like i'm gonna use you i'm gonna use you to be a herald a proclaimer or as ezekiel 33 says a watchman mm-hmm. to present the news present the news present the news and i think that's only <clears throat> oftentimes i think that as christians we feel that we have to seal the deal with everything <laughs> when God's True. just like, yo, just share the news. Right. Just share the news. Mm-hmm. He does the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Remember, God told Ezekiel, share the news. If you share the news and the people receive it, beautiful. If you share the news and the people don't, the blood's on their hands. Right. But then God tells Ezekiel, yo, hold up, homie. He says, <laughs> if you don't share the news, mm-hmm. then the blood, mm-hmm. their blood is on your hands, Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. So Ezekiel had a responsibility. Mm-hmm. His calling was to be that prophet unto the people. Just like us, like Christians today, we have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Number one, to praise the Lord. Number two is to share God's truth and love because we have this message that you guys were saying, this message of light. Why keep it to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? I don't understand. For the <laughs> sake of offending someone? Come on, man. This- like, in the words of... Can I say Joe Biden? Yeah. In the words of Joe Biden, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. man. That's totally fine. I everything that you're saying, actually, yeah, I'm, 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 Mm -hmm. I'm referencing like the scripture you said about like being here for like God's glory and Mm -hmm. glorifying Him. And again, 
I love again how the Bible like points to it to each other. So the funny thing is Israel always plays a huge part. Like this, honestly, the things that we're walking with and the things that we're seeing are not new. It's mm-hmm. old news. And so when you kind of mention that, you know, it's really clear in the Old Testament how why God saved Israel, what was their job, right? Mm-hmm. Is to basically glorify God. They were a nation to be an example to the other nation, basically to change culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? To influence other cultures, other nations, other people knew there was lots of idolatry, lots of worshiping of other other gods, yeah. lots of confusion. Their job was to point and display the glory of the one true living God. That was a job. Of course, they failed. And here we go. <laughs> Fast forward, right? Fast forward. Here we are again. And I have to say, honestly, we failed. We did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 that was, that's our job is to be that influence. Like even the fact that you said, um, it's not our job to even make, make things happen. It's God's responsibility. Like he, we just, we just got to proclaim it. it. Made me think of Jonah. Made mm-hmm. me think of Jonah. Like mm-hmm. he just had his, he just walked through the city. And let them know what was about to go down. Right. That was it. And it says 250,000. Yeah. 250,000 people repented. Yeah. That, that was his, that's all he had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One job, Johnny. You got one, one job. One job. <laughs> one job. And so I, I really feel you're right. Like, I feel like we got it. We feel like we have this responsibility, which I don't know where that came from. And I'm not sure if that's just culture or just kind of the things that we see when it comes to the way we evangelize these days and trying to kind of get right. back to the subject. But like, we got to see numbers. We got to see yeah. the end results. But God's, God tells us in Corinthians, like through the apostle Paul, he's just like some plant seeds, some water seeds and God, but God does a reaping, mm-hmm. you know? And I think mm-hmm. that that should, like I said, that should free us up. It should. That should free us up where it's just like, it's not my responsibility to lead anybody to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's God's job. Right. Mm-hmm. Our responsibility is just to proclaim the message. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. You're a sinner apart from God. Mm-hmm. You are an enemy of God as Romans. I think it's fine. I think it's, um, it says that we are enemies of God mm-hmm. apart from Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that can bring that reconciliation. You know, and that's the message. Now you do what you want with that. But my responsibility is to let you know mm-hmm. this, the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, and then whether th- that person goes home and wakes up at three thirty in the morning, like, wait a minute, I am an enemy of God. And at that moment they repent mm-hmm. like, dude, it was God who did it. Right. Like the Lord, the Holy <clears throat> Spirit began to move. You know, I just think that like wherever it is that we are. Wherever it is that we are, whether we know a lot about the Bible or we don't know a lot about the Bible, um, whether we are in the entertainment industry or whatever industry, whoever it is that our friends are, like that's the circle that God wants mm-hmm. us to be light to. That's the circle that God wants us to minister to, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, dude, just take those opportunities. Yeah. And take I- those opportunities. Is it scary? <laughs> hey, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've led all these people to, like, it's scary. Yeah. Just try to talk to someone about <laughs> like, hey, everything you believe is wrong. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and you are in sin and you are going to literally going to go to hell when you die without Jesus. Well, like, telling someone is that, that's gnarly stuff. Now, tell this, this is the part that I'm, I think even bringing around because you talk about talking about the, the sphere, the circle that you have influence in. Mm-hmm. And here's the scary thing, too, that I think from believer to believer, to tell a believer that everything they believe is wrong. Boom. That's mm. hard. That's yeah, because and you're talking about the circle. You yeah, right yeah. now, at this point, we're two weeks, is it two weeks away? Yeah. You're a circle of influence. Yeah. Right? Either walking in there, which circle you gonna, what circle of influence you gonna put down? Right, right. Which is true. So is it's just like true. this is your, this is the thing about Israel. Their job was to influence the culture, the culture, and point them. And so here's the part that I'm like, ah, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> what I think it's because I think it's because the culture is a lot more powerful yes. than we give it credit. We think like I'm not influenced by the culture, but the reality is <laughs> like if you are not using discernment, that gift of mm. discernment from the Holy Spirit, 
in everything that you watch or you listen to, you are going to be influenced and you're, you're being fed lies all the time. Remember, the, time, the Bible right? says that Satan is the God of this world. He says that. He tells us that. The yeah. Bible tells us that. So it's just like, okay, so he's influencing and the entertainment industry, the music industry, the news, government, all of it. And if you don't have your discernment cap on as a believer, you're just going to be like, oh, oh, I believe this. I believe that. I believe this. I believe that. And it's just the lies. But how do you discernment cap also comes from what? Like you're just, okay, you got the discernment cap on. Mm-hmm. But again, even you're right from the Holy Spirit. Like you said right there from the Holy Spirit. Because I, I, I feel like. There is well now we're talking about <clears throat> armoring up because that's pretty much you're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ephesians because six. It's Ephesians multiple. Six. It's yeah. multiple layers because you're right. I can discern, but again, if I'm not discerning through God's word, yeah, if my discernment is all messed up, then. Yeah, because no, totally, I think I totally. mentioned it to Monica before. I said we give ourselves too, too much credit, much credit mm-hmm. that we can figure this out apart from God. Mm-hmm. Even I, and I'm speaking not to. Not to unbelievers. I'm speaking to believers. I mean, you're 100% right. I mean, think. (laughs) Ephesians 6, Paul tells us, For we do not wrestle Mm -hmm. against flesh and blood, but Mm -hmm. against powers and principalities in the heavenly realms. Mm -hmm. What is Paul saying? Paul's just like, yo, we're in a battle, a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. And if you are not in God's word, being plugged into Jesus all day, mm-hmm. every day, allowing God to influence your heart, allowing God to mm-hmm. influence your mind, then you're going to be susceptible to the lies of mm-hmm. the enemy, the that's lies what, of the that's world. What, that's what yeah. we discern from. You're, because, you're totally right. Because yeah. we, if we, I remember a friend of mine, really, the gravity of what he said, and this was like, and, and the Lord is so faithful, just kind of like bring mm-hmm. me to this place now, but I remember he was like, Monique, there is no truth outside of this book. Mm-hmm. He was, and we're talking about the Bible. Mm-hmm. He says, "You close this book, and you don't like everywhere is telling you lies. If you close this book, the, you're not getting any truth whatsoever." And it just made me look like it was like the Bible's like, "Oh, truth, truth. <laughs> for real, you don't give it that room to speak. Then right, I'm gonna walk away and right. and not reference it, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna like discern on my own." My my own ability, which what it says, what the heart's deceitfully wicked. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, Jeremiah seventeen for and sure. Here's like I said, us taking uh, <laughs> so much credit. If if there was no reason for our mind to be changed, why why would he not tell us it has to be renewed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because your mind is bad. Yeah, <laughs> God like, is your bad. Your mind's bad. You got bad mind. Yeah. <laughs> so why why would he not say in his words? So you already you've got to understand. You got to start from that base. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone like it's starting to come down to me like anything that comes from me naturally mm-hmm. should automatically be tossed in the garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. From the gar- in the garbage. Because you're pulling from again, like you said, the, the enemy, like he's the 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 ruler's world, like he's always lying. He's the great deceiver. Mm-hmm. So if we're we're submerged, like we're fishes in this like murky water, and God has to like cleanse that water, like literally cleanse the surroundings, because all we've been doing is swimming in muck. Outside of God's word, like God's word is that clean water that we can breathe in, yeah, rely on, 100. transform, and and we can like we can build our lives on that. Well, isn't but it? If, you know, if you're only drawing from like your own personal experiences or feelings or yeah. things that you've been through and lies that you received as truth, then again, like you got to understand, God even said again okay, in His word. Your mind needs to be renewed. Roman, so if you Roman, have a filtering Romans 12. on, yeah, Romans you're 12. so what is it? What is, isn't there another scripture that say we need to be washed by the water? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. Come that on, one. reference. I know. I know. No, <laughs> but, 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 but you're right. The Yo, Romans, Romans twelve two says, "Do not be conforming any longer to the pattern of this world, but be right. what transformed Word. by the what renewing of, of your, your mind. mind." So here's what's you up. Know? So here's what's up, right? Because we're looking at you. See, you're really involved on. You know, social media, on the social media, media tip. <laughs> I just, I just, the... I just got banned on Instagram. I know, right? Shadow banned. I hate them. Like... That's not true. I love Instagram, <laughs> and I love the government. I love the government. They're the best. They will never lie to us. <laughs> they always tell the truth. It's not true. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you're seeing, and I think at, at the first when everything kind of went down, mm-hmm. like, and you can kind of explain like your first, your we'll say when everything started kind of blowing up, your experience and referencing, you know, to the believers, their response to all the social unrest, all oh, the injustice. Man. Are we gonna go there? A little bit, yeah, yeah. because this is the thing. Right now, we're gonna we're gonna go there a little bit because it is a re- revealing of the heart, heart of the person. Yeah, and again, we're giving we're this isn't this isn't like people that don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. We're talking about so and so, a girlfriend. You know, I'm in I'm in women's study with. We pray and we meet, right. and this is the stuff that's coming out of their mind or out yeah. of their mouth or out of their you know whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that that's what I'm that's first of all, we're talking about this BLM Facebook George Floyd post that I posted on my Facebook mm-hmm. page. And my whole thing was if Black Lives Matter, then I rifled off like seven things as to like why isn't BLM standing up for the African American community in Chicago and uh, the absence of black fathers within the community, like all of these things, right? And my whole point with the post was just to bring a conversation amongst people like, hey, wait a minute. So why is A, B, and C? Why is? Why did the looters feel that it was okay mm-hmm. to go looting and burning down buildings? Like how Like how do they reconcile that, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I wasn't expecting the post to go bananas the way that it did. So I kind of have, <clears throat> I had a feeling that amongst my non-Christian friends that they might be bothered by it. Right. But the Christian response to the post was really interesting to me mm-hmm. because it sh- it really showed me how much of an influence mm-hmm. the culture has <clears throat> over Christians. Mm-hmm. Where people were like, how dare you? Like, oh, I used to look up to you. I thought you were a man of God and all of these uh, crazy, crazy mm-hmm. things. And in my mind, I was thinking to myself like, dude, you know me. Like, you guys know me. Right. Like, I'm not a hateful person who's just like, I hate this or I hate that. I, Yeah, I'm not like that at all, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was just like, the Christian <clears throat> response to was really interesting to me. and um, But it just showed me, like, where people are. Mm-hmm. Where people are and where people are not, mm-hmm. which is not in the yeah. word of oh, God. God. To yes. be able to see past mm-hmm. the lies of the culture, past the lies of the media. Yeah. You know, yeah. because the media is feeding everybody yeah. a certain narrative, mm-hmm. you know, and if we're not able to re- to think past the narrative mm-hmm. or even ask questions right just ask questions like if the news tells you that like right now we're in fullerton right mm-hmm. and it's cloudy outside but if you turn on cnn or msnbc or channel 5 whatever mm-hmm. and they're telling you it's 98 degrees in fullerton right now and sunny <laughs> and if you don't question that like whoa is it really that and you're just going to believe mm-hmm. them that you're not using discernment. Because mm-hmm. I think it's important mm-hmm. for us to question. Mm-hmm. God tells us in Isaiah 1, 18. Say he says, come, let us it's what? Reason. reason together. What does that <laughs> mean? Like, to like yo, talk let's talk. <laughs> Questions, think. Use this brain, this mind that I gave you mm-hmm. to analyze things. Don't just take things at face value. Like when we say, for example, if we were say, if we say God's word is... God's word is perfect from cover to cover, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just take our word for it. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, ask questions. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where is he getting this information mm-hmm. from? What makes it perfect from cover to cover? Yeah. You know, or if we say Jesus is the only way to get to heaven, right? Yeah. Don't just believe what we say. Mm-hmm. Like, ask questions. Why is Jesus the only way? Mm-hmm. He even tells us to try him. He says, taste and see the Lord is good. Oh, mm-hmm. test, for sure. Test the spirits. He's like, yeah. don't yeah. just... Don't just take my word for it. Like creation declares it, everything around declares it. Like see and discover and know for yourself the reality of who I am. Mm-hmm. So if God, the God of everything, really doesn't really have to answer any of your questions, like ask away, mm-hmm. then by all means, you should be actually implementing that in your life and er- everything, and especially knowing that we live in a sinful, broken mm-hmm. world. world. Mm-hmm. Like, dude. 
we live in a sinful, broken world. So why not question? And I don't mean like ask questions to the point of you drive yourself insane. <laughs> like, but just <laughs> the narrative that's being pushed down our throats with everything. Yes. Like if we don't, if we don't question some of the things that we're going to be the first ones lined up for the vaccine or whatever's coming yeah, down the right. path. You know, like yeah. if we don't question, yeah. we're just going to be like, okay, government. Yeah, like yeah. whatever you, you say. <laughs> exactly. Like whatever you say, government. Oh, I can say government because they're not going to allow this podcast to get off the thing. They're going to block it, right? But whatever you say, government. Oh, that one. Powers that be. Powers, Powers that, that be. be. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like if we don't take a step back and mm-hmm. just begin to question and just be like, okay, how is this information that I'm receiving right now? How does it align with God's word? Mm-hmm. You know, and if it aligns mm-hmm. with God's word, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Take it, take it, take it. But if it doesn't, then we like got if some, you hear yeah. some politician saying, you know what, um, a baby doesn't a baby doesn't have life uh, until the moment they're born, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, how does that? Fit with God's word. Well, mm-hmm. Psalm 139, 13 through 16, 17, 18, mm-hmm. the, the even tells us, the psalmist tells us, he says, God says, I knew you in the what? Mm-hmm. In the womb. Mm-hmm. Even David goes on to say, before you, what he said, he says, I knew when your mom and I came together. Mm-hmm. So how does this information align with God's word? Yeah. And I know, like, life begins at conception, yo, like, yeah. 100 percent and you know it doesn't matter what our culture says Mm -hmm. like that's where life begins and and honestly like the fact you even say that like god has there's many examples of of god's response in judgment because of the innocent life Mm -hmm. that was being sacrificed and being um uh mistreated Mm -hmm. like he comes like you mess and even even god's like like don't mess okay the one thing i'm like okay you are gonna get blessed you don't mess. You don't mess with the orphans and widows. You don't mess with the babies. God, Jesus loved babies. Yeah, he says. He told. He, he told. He said, like you know, bring them to me. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think again, referencing, um, like even if you make one of these little ones stumble, and I'm yeah. not sure again in regards to like young believers as well. But mm-hmm. I also <clears> say <throat> that as well for the children. Like this one, you might as well just throw yourself off a off a cliff with a rock around your neck because mm-hmm. it's gonna be worth. That's gonna. I got more for you. Yeah. If you if you stick around, like mm-hmm. honestly, like you gotta take that into heart. And so these if if God is this heavy when it comes to these mm-hmm. aspects of life, right? Then you and you say that you are influenced by the things of God. Mm-hmm. And yet you will say you'll compromise, mm-hmm. you know, the space that you have to influence, um, Knowing rightly that it either, um, like, it's just, let's just be straight up, right? Because we talked about, um, hopefully we're, we're kind of keeping on the subject, but the people, like, we got elections coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are a lot of Christians that are saying, you know, being one, one, I'm trying to think, like, one reason or one uh, point. Oh, no, uh, one, one, one issue voters. One issue voters. And that's a huge issue, you got two people on the two people on the the plate here, where one's like, you know, you can kill them when they when they come out, mm-hmm. and you have ones like they have every right to live, they have a chance to, you know, they deserve a right to live. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big issue, and looking at God's word, that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that should influence, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you think. Um, that should influence where you should cast how your you should vote. how you should vote. I yeah. say so again, this again, this goes into being what you should refer like shows that you're not in your word. Mm-hmm. And you're in your feelings. And you're in your feelings. Yeah, it's because there is example after example mm-hmm. after example of how he dealt with Israel in regards to that. So, oh, I have I have a great example too. Actually, but I'm gonna, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sister. What are you gonna say? Well, no, I have a great example in that in that like one issue. <laughs> Kind of voting. Okay. And um, a great example is in Exodus um, with the the midwives. The yes, midwives yes. in Exodus. Okay. Um, hopefully, did I did I highlight it? Um, oh yes. Hold on. I apologize. Is yeah, it here? No worries. Um, Exodus what? Exodus something. Oh no, it's not an Exodus. What? Yeah, no, it is an Exodus. Okay, go ahead and share what you're going to share. I'll go back. <laughs> I thought I I thought I had it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> 
So here, okay, we got we got issue here. The powers that be, Pharaoh, right? He says then Pharaoh, the law, right? right? Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to the Hebrew midwives. Um, I'm not going to pronounce their names, um, but the girls. (laughs) I'm not going to embarrass myself. Girlfriend one and girlfriend two, midwife one, midwife two. Um, What is it? When you help the Hebrew women as they give birth, watch as they deliver. If the baby is a boy, kill him. Mm-hmm. If it's a girl, let her live. Exodus 2, right? Mm, Exodus chapter 1. Exodus mm. chapter 1, verses verse 15 through 17. Because the midwives feared God, right? they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to live. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because they feared God and influenced Right. This is this is a cultural thing. This is something that's out there. Because they they refused to listen to Pharaoh, they, they feared God. They did what was right, despite how they even like felt in the culture. They did. Yeah, and, and I think like that's so difficult though to like stand for what's right in the face of the leadership, in the face of the powers that be. That you, if you know, like, if I stand for this and disobey that, it could cost me my life. Mm-hmm. But I think that as believers, like, we have to stand in the gap and we have to stand for that truth and we have to stand for righteousness. Mm-hmm. And granted, right now we live in a country where the government's not telling us we can't preach Jesus. Thank for God. Now, for, you know, now. for now. But Thank how God. you vote just might affect him. That's the thing. And that's the thing, too. And how like, you don't. Like, we have to take that into consideration, especially when we're getting ready to go vote, you know, right. and just be like, okay, this, this, like, this candidate, can we mention who their names are or what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't the, think, like, I don't think, like, it is what it is. I don't know yeah, if it's necessarily, like, we can candidates, candidates like Joe Biden, for example, a Democratic nominee, like, though that dude, like, they don't care about life. Like, they don't care. And no. they don't care about the Bible. Like whatsoever, and they don't care about Christians. Look at here in California. Right. You could have riots, you could have protests, you could, but the Democratic governor is like, yeah, churches, you can't really mm-hmm. meet inside right. because mm-hmm. those are super spreader events. Yeah. Get out of here with that. And I was I, born in the morning, but not yesterday morning. So don't do like that. You would think everyone was born yesterday, but I mean, that's, <laughs> this is what I think a part of, I think what was inspi- inspirational to why we're sitting here together today because. I was having, and the Lord was just showing me like so many encounters Mm -hmm. that I was having where it's like, we should be upset about this. We should say something about this. And this is, this is huge, but you know, uh, I kind of feel like I want to remind the believer that God means what he says and he says what he means. And if there's, again, he's given Mm -hmm. himself over to example again and again and how he dealt with Israel because they were his chosen people. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were created for the purpose to declare his glory to the nations, to mm-hmm. be a blessing. And Evelyn shared this scripture, and I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. So just to, to start searching and opening your heart to the fear of God. Mm-hmm. Because again, if you, I want to call you out, believer, bought with a price. Mm-hmm. That means... You lost ownership. Mm-hmm. You've given ownership to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You've given ownership to God. Slave mm-hmm. to righteousness. Slave to righteousness. So don't think our master isn't going to have something to say. Mm-hmm. Don't think that he's not going to deal mm-hmm. with you or with all of us as, as a body. Mm-hmm. But all I know is I when he comes, I want to be found doing way. So I ain't trying, you know. I was working I wasn't like these lazy servants that mm-hmm. wasn't like you know keeping to the reality that the you master saw was I put my coin. you saw mm-hmm. what I did with my money but Evelyn shared this wonderful I'm telling you it's so great how God answers questions for us like out of the mm-hmm. sky like mm-hmm. boom but Isaiah 59 and this was kind of somewhat of a response to uh, an encounter that Monique had with someone that was just kind of like well I'm not going to vote, and I think that's good with that. Well, yeah, the person was like, I think God will understand, and as well as my time, he feel, I'm sure he feels like my time would be better well spent. Pretty much, that's what he said. I'm like, hmm. then voting. Wow. And I'm like, are you... <laughs> are you, are you, are you well, serious? Are you yeah. kidding me? I, are you flowering <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, and when she said that, I was like, I, I was like, if my, because I don't think we realize the gravity too, I'm going to get into scripture, but I don't think we realize the gravity too, that again, people's eternities, mm-hmm. people's very mm-hmm. existence, mm-hmm. 
or is hinged on whether mm-hmm. or not we do something or say something about it. Absolutely. And and I'm like, I thought to myself, see, I'm I'm so glad. At least I pray. I'm like, I'm so glad Jesus didn't have that attitude because <laughs> yeah. he, he really honestly did have. He had better things to do. He did. He's got. He didn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and also like if I, if I was an unborn person and had, was able to listen to this conversation, <laughs> I'd be very afraid if there were not only just you, but knowing there are other people like you, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I, I don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't stand a chance. But the scripture Evelyn said was Isaiah 59. Uh, I think it was verses 14 through 16. And it says, and this is like, I want to say a word to the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands far away for the, for truth has stumbled in the public squares mm-hmm. and a bright, a brightness cannot enter. What really? Okay. Truth is lacking and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. So I just feel like that is a word for, again, the mind of the believer. Mm-hmm. Like this, the mind, like you gotta just really be on top of what you're thinking mm-hmm. because this is, you're making yourself like easy get for mm-hmm. the enemy. Mm-hmm. The Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought him salvation and his righteousness upheld him. And I was just kind of like, you know, God is faithful to do what he's going to do. But like he said, he's invited us to participate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing you have to understand, God will have mm-hmm. his way. Mm-hmm. So you can either be walking with God, you know, walking, walking as he clears away, or you will be run over. Mm-hmm. Like you will be run over by his righteousness. Because his righteousness will be upheld. But the part that stuck out to me was that he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no one to intercede. And that is us. <coughs> that is us. Do we want to be a part? I don't want to be a part of that sentence. I don't want him to look upon the earth. Because that's what he says. He's looking for people mm-hmm. in which to like do have them do good and do good works. Like he's looking. Yeah, 16. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I don't want to be a part of that sentence. I have... I, I was telling someone, I feel daily as, as the days are getting dark and the truth is getting more and more heavy. The guy gave me this picture of me like holding like this big, like burlap sack of gold, mm-hmm. you know, with two arms. It's heavy. It's a burden. And we can feel that salvation is a burden. But if you're holding a huge bag full of gold. That's not a negative burden. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh. And, mm-hmm. and your only job is to give as much away so you can get more, right? And I kind of feel like that's my salvation. That's the truth. That's the righteousness that I carry right now. You got people out there that are poor. They are they are with they are destitute. And you're you're concerned of whether or not they're gonna be happy if you give them like gold coins. Like you you're not asking about hey, do you want this gold? You just shove it in people's faces. You take it, take it. <laughs> I don't I don't care if you want it or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're not like, you know, oh, this person has an attitude, like, or or just mm-hmm. you're just afraid to give it. But mm-hmm. that's that's the responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's you've got a treasure that you're withholding from people that need it. Mm-hmm. Because you're fearful of how they might respond to it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you need to remember and focus on is the fact that it is your job. You have a treasure. It's a, it is a good burden to carry and your job is to hand it out. Mm -hmm. Your job is not to worry about how they receive it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can toss on the ground. They can, they can walk away with joy. Praise God for those that do, but that just resonated so much with me. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of, kind of freed me up to be like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I know this truth might offend. Okay. I know this might assault what you feel culturally should be happening. But I'm telling you, if you believe what I'm saying, if you believe what the word of God is saying about this issue, about how he calls us to live our lives here in this world, you will be free. You will find joy. There will be sometimes elements of happiness because now you're reaping the rewards of what God said, the blessings that he said are, are involved with those who are involved with him. Mm-hmm. I, so yeah. like, that's a and, and please like, you know, if you if you can't slide in your knee, like I can't, I can't slide in. <laughs> it's no, like I, a fire. Was, like, yeah, I was gonna say no. I was gonna say that you're right. Like, um, I was at church on s- Thursday. I was at church on Thursday, and then a dad comes up to the junior high pastor, 
And he just says, thank you. He's all, because your influence over my children, now, they're all in their 20s now, He's all, but they still remember you mm-hmm. and they remember what you taught them. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about Pastor Jimmy's, like, his role in God's kingdom and how he's just going for it. Mm-hmm. And how he's going for it, because of that, he's able to impact people's lives. You know, and I honestly believe that we as Christians, we have to... We have to stand and fight. Like, we have to be a part of this fight. Like, we have mm-hmm. to fight. We can't allow others to fight the battle that God wants us to right, fight. Right, But it's yeah. easy. It's easy to just say, I'm not going to do it. Let somebody, like that person over there, the twins, like, let them fight. It's like, no. God's like, yo, I want them to fight, but I also want you to fight. Mm-hmm. But it's scary, Lord. I don't know what to do. God's like... I got you. Remember in Acts, mm-hmm. the very last thing that Jesus says to the disciples and everybody that's there in Acts one eight, He says, and you will be, you, you shall receive power when what? When the Holy Spirit comes Thanks, upon yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And then you will be my witnesses where? In Judea, Samaria, Judea, Samaria, Judea. Oh. <laughs> All the places. Man, Jerusalem, <laughs> Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, mm-hmm. right? So what is Jesus saying? He's just like, I have a purpose and I have a plan and I have a calling for your life. Mm-hmm. Like, just as you're filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with God's power, go. Mm-hmm. Be a light. Mm-hmm. Fight. Stand for truth. Stand for righteousness. Don't care what people are going to think. I'll take care of everything. But what about my job? But what about this? God, doesn't God not tell us, oh my gosh, to supply all of our needs? Mm-hmm. Philippians chapter 4, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. According to his riches and glory. Mm-hmm. God's like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Just walk with me, Christian. Walk with walk me, Christian. With me, yeah. Don't be afraid. I will be with you. Joshua chapter one. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For I am the Lord of God, and I am with you. Mm-hmm. That's what God tells us. Mm-hmm. So it's like for the Christians that are listening, like don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Is it crazy? Yeah. Is it scary? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but God's like, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Don't live in that fear. Mm-hmm. Like step out in faith. Share. Talk to people. You know, be that watchman because speak we have a res- truth. Speak truth because we have a responsibility. <laughs> you do. We have a responsibility. You know, it's like I always think of the example that um, my one of my first pastors when I first became a Christian. He said he grew up in church, and he was telling he tells us this story that he regrets how um, he grew up in church and his friend did not. Right. So my pastor at the time he knew the gospel. But in high school, he wasn't walking with the Lord. But he knew the truth. And his best friend ends up dying in a motorcycle accident. Wow. And then, till this day, my, my old pastor is probably, I don't know, like 53, 54, 55 years old. But he's, it weighs heavily upon his heart. Mm-hmm. Because he says, I knew the truth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't share it with him. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he says that he's 99.9% sure this person died without the Lord, which means that this person ended up going to hell. Mm-hmm. So from, my, from the pastor at the time, Pastor Daniel, he was like, it weighs heavily upon my heart because mm-hmm. I knew. And he didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lesson for all of us. Like if we just shared, mm-hmm. talked about God, use our sphere of influence for Jesus, mm-hmm. like, and not be afraid or discouraged, but we just like put ourselves out there mm-hmm. and went for it. Like, I think the Lord can use that because you never know what God is going to do. And how much more in this climate, honestly, you really, to bring God into these spaces where people are confused. And again, like I will even say, but again, I'm kind of like, if you don't even know, if we're having this discussion in all honesty, we're looking at, um, you know, again, two candidates, uh, one and I, I've never been in a situation more or less like in all the elections of since I've been able to vote. Mm-hmm. It's always been like, okay, who's gonna annoy us for the next four years? It's mm-hmm. always been, who's gonna annoy us? Who we gotta hang out and like stand with, you know, deal with for the next four years so we get to vote again. This time it, it feels like, okay, this is straight up darkness yeah. and light. I've never seen this before. Like, you know. Like, are you going to, are, which, it's like, now it's like, which side you on? It's not like who, who, who's inter- who you're interested in, who kind of just like you lean towards. It's like, pick a side. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang. And, and it's real, it's real clear. It's really defined. And the funny thing is like, I'll, I'll say this much. Well, as a lot of believers are struggling with Trump, well, he just isn't 
who we thought, or he's just not, doesn't have all the things that a politician would have. But here's he's what he, mean. He, he's mean. <laughs> he's or, such a I bully. I don't like what he says on Twitter, and oh. and he's just so like orange. Like I don't get it. <laughs> and look, just for the record, I, I don't think any of us, any of but anybody here likes that he's arrogant and like, yeah, that, like, 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 like no, no. That, that he's all of these things that everybody has gripes with like we were not gonna sit here and say oh well we're gonna give him a pass like no that's sin not is, a pass sin is sin okay. like sin is sin jacked up is being jacked up didn't, we get it didn't like, the scripture say all have sinned fall short of the glory of God Amen. so fine if I, yeah, if he, I don't like Trump because it's sin <laughs> then I don't like you either oh, well, like everybody Jesus t- doesn't Jesus tell the woman who's caught in adultery that he who has the first sin counts the first sin? Yeah. 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 John, cha- John chapter 8, right? Well, I, I know. <laughs> I was definitely going to, well, I'm not trying to cut anything off, but what I, I kind of feel like this is a great place in which to land a plane and take another one off. Uh-huh. So, uh, you we're, know, we're going to keep talking. We're, we're going to keep talking. But we're going to get, we're going <laughs> to seal this one up and we're, we're going to break it up again. So yes. this will be another part. Because this is honestly, yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to be, uh, I think, the second segment because we, that's actually kind of what I want to talk about mm-hmm. next is the Christian and, you know, our ideas of leadership mm-hmm. because again like you said earlier there's just this emphasis on believers and how either one of these people portray themselves mm-hmm. and they're really not looking at the basis mm-hmm. in which these people stand on mm-hmm. so i kind of and who got who was running the show running the show so i think this is a great like second segment mm-hmm. so we're going to pray this one out uh, and we're gonna roll on with the second mm-hmm. one. And Junie June is gonna join us for one more. Are you cool with that? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's what I like to do. Uh, so I'm excited for that. But I, Junie, I really appreciate. Oh, thanks for having me. So I, hope, I hope I made sense. And I was like speaking too fast. I, like, no, not at all. Not at all. And sometimes it feels just again like a, a, a over, like a flowing amount yeah. of consciousness. It's just like. Blah, 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 but I know. it's when you you'll see when you listen to it, the Holy Spirit is gonna like help you see like oh look yeah it makes sense you're gonna, you're gonna learn can you gonna learn so mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna we're gonna why don't you close this out in prayer yeah let's and pray. we'll see you guys in a little bit <laughs> or you listen to us in a little bit that's right Father we just humbly want to bow before your glorious presence for you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords you are a God who is faithful even when we are so unfaithful Lord God we pray right now that in the name of Jesus Christ um, we pray for every ear. Mm-hmm that was listening to this podcast father we pray that um they grew a little bit we pray that their perspective was opened up a little bit to lord god regarding the issues of politics or life and abortion and just the culture that we live in we just pray lord we pray that you would give every single person listening just discernment lord to be able to discern the lies from the truth and the only way for them to discern the lies from the truth is for them to get into god's word so we pray um for a hunger and a desire within their own hearts lord to to seek your faith face daily to seek you in your word on a regular basis as well lord so we just commit them um, before your throne god in jesus name we pray amen amen